to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Thursday afternoon. Let's turn to the final topic of today's uh, program. Uh, in this, uh, in today's Artsing Around with Andrew Dembina, which is sadly the last installment of this two-year weekly report, he speaks to local artist, a ballpoint pen artist, Oscar Van House, who's exhibiting at next week's Affordable Art Fair uh, Hong Kong at the Convention Centre in Wan Chai at the Tavern Art Gallery booth there. Hello, I'm Oscar Van Huys, a Hong Kong-based artist entrepreneur, and I'm really looking forward to be at the uh, August Affordable Art Fair. Oscar, hello. You mentioned that you're an entrepreneur, but actually you've gone from the world of having your own businesses to devote your life and time to art, haven't you? Correct. Well, there's two sides of art, right? You have the artistic side, and then you also have the business side, the commercial one. So I think being an entrepreneur and artist is not such a weird combination, I would say. Well, I've been glad to see some of your artworks in the flesh or on the paper when you had a few exhibited by the gallery that is going to be representing you at the Affordable Art Fair. That's uh, Tavern Art. They are very detailed drawings given that you are working with a ballpoint pen and the ink is blue. How did you arrive at this medium? That's a real long story, but I'll keep it really short. Okay. Two, two reasons. One is that I've worked as an entrepreneur a lot with technology. And to kind of respond to that in terms of digital work, I was looking for a medium that would be a lot slower and mm. very deliberate uh, without using a screen. So the ballpoint pen, which is actually a contemporary version of ink on paper, which is a very Asian form of art, which is very popular, is the uh, next contemporary version. And the reason why I'd use blue is that there is a reference to Asian art into the porcelain and Dell's blue. That's so true. Was that a conscious decision when you started creating these drawings? Mostly figurative drawings, it has to be said. The, the works that I've seen are mostly female faces or head and shoulders and a lot of emphasis on the fine detail of hair which appears to be covering the face or blowing in the wind. Am I on the right track? Yes, you are. There's definitely a reference, of course, to hair. When people look at the pieces, they are figurative, and they are probably the early pieces. The, the latest pieces are probably a little bit more abstract in the sense that it's still figurative, but they're becoming a little bit more conceptual in terms of the message behind it. What is the message? That's a good question, right? So everyone had probably has a slightly different opinion on this, but my personal context is that basically that we need to t take a step back from the rat race that we're in, hence the deliberate practice of using a very slow medium. People ask me how long it takes, right? Because if you look at it, you see uh, an enormous amount of details. So for one drawing, it takes about two to three weeks, which is a small piece. It takes about five ballpoints. And one ballpoint is, if people want to ask how, how long does it take to empty one ballpoint, mm. that's about two kilometers. Oh. So that's one ball. <laughs> so you can calculate five ballpoints is 10K. Yeah. A big one that's also at the Affordable Art Fair is about a month's full-time work, and that's about 10 plus ballpoints. A month's full-time work. Now, I've seen a photograph of this. We can uh, see it on your Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? It's pretty simple. is at Oscar Van House. And this piece that we just looked at is about one and a half metres tall or so. I mean, it's colossal. Uh, listeners, bear in mind that Oscar is using your standard ballpoint pen. And another thing, Oscar, you mentioned, I get the uh, blue and white on Asian porcelain. That's very interesting. 
But there is a very different application of the ink on paper through a fine ballpoint, which is often quite clogged and sticky, compared to ink on a brush, isn't that? Yes, you're right. But that's also why I use a, a contemporary or, like, say, the modern version of ink on paper. And the ballpoint pen is uh, is about 100 years old, and we are still using it. It's, it's yeah, represents the the mass-produced culture that we live in. When did you make this decision to go for this medium and to start building up, which is looking like an impressive portfolio now? I can't really say an exact date, but I've been working with Ballpoint for quite a few years because of its sort of immediacy or permanency, whereas a pencil you can rub it out. Yeah. With a Ballpoint you can't. You need to be quite certain what you do. Well, when you started, that's a really good point. Did you have to scrap some? Did you sometimes maybe go a bit heavy or did you just go with what happened with the flow of the ink quite literally? It's a bit both. I start very light, so you can al almost use it as a pencil, and then of course I start filling it in with darker shades. But there's never any um, liquid paper or anything thrown on if it goes a little bit not as you'd like? No, so I, so far to my knowledge I haven't thrown anything away. From the beginning? Pretty much, yeah. And, and that's how many years now? Well, I started in art school, and uh, my first class, I remember, in um, live drawing, we weren't allowed to use pencil, so we had to use paint. And that was very deliberate, so you would actually really focus more on the shape, mm. not so much on the wetting or erasing of, of figures. So you would you just think different. If yeah, that's interesting, and without the ability to rub it out. Would you consider, having been doing this for years with ballpoint pen, to experiment, or do you, with other media that you don't present for exhibition now? Who knows? Maybe. But at the moment, it's very much ballpoint. So what can people look forward to at the very soon upcoming Affordable Art Fair? You have three works in there. Can you describe what the viewer is going to be seeing? Yeah, the three pieces. Two are kind of similar size. One is called Burnout, and that's about the notion of the society that we live in, that we are living in a burnout society. The second piece is a bit more figurative in terms of a female figure mm. with very flowing hair that is in a sort of meditative state. Yeah. And then a very large piece, which is probably sort of a, a com uh, not a combination, but a variation on this. And that also plays on the story of us taking a step back of not of the constant distractions that we have because every eight minutes we are distracted so that's basically the story behind that there is a lot of thought behind this and it's remarkable really some of the thinking process behind what you're doing in so many ways from medium the color and the concept of the image itself honestly speaking when people are looking at your work what do you think is the immediate reaction or what what are the comments that you get well, they're very practical. The two questions, how many ballpoints does it take? Oh, is that? <laughs> yeah. And the second one, how long do, does yeah. it take you to make? Which is fine, right? Because people, of course, this is the, this is the immediate response. Yeah. The, the, of course, I hope that people through this start taking a little bit more notice about their own awareness of how they actually behave. Mm. And in arriving at the conceptual ideas that you've formed, has it come through the many years of thinking about things visually from going to art school and so on? Or would you say that there's, there are certain artists that you admire? I'm not talking about being inspired by other artists, but do you put yourself in a category of artist, whether it's conceptual is far too broad a word, 
or surreal or any some of your work until recently has been very realist and you've gone a little bit more abstract now how would you consider yourself as an artist what kind of artist are you I don't know if I can say that by myself, but what I'm inspired by is not so much by other artists. Of course, I, I go to a lot of galleries and exhibitions, yeah. but what I think I look at most or read most are great thinkers. And I think um, the combination of the visuality of an object or a piece that I make, plus the concept of thinking behind it, I think that makes it quite attractive. Okay. Now... Have you been living in Hong Kong for a long time? Long enough. Yeah, I was here since I've been the first time I came to Hong Kong was in 97. Okay, 97. And what is your feeling from 97 till now of the art scene generally? Oh, there is a lot more happening than let's say 25 years ago. I think the current state of art is extremely dynamic especially with the launch of the palace museum and the m plus mm. and the west kowloon in general but also the the hong kong policies have been very generous for the hong kong arts uh, industry what so that's the arts development council or other aspects of uh, funding well there are two parts one is the commercial side and that's basically it's a tax-free place for art which helps you know the big uh, art auction houses are here yeah and then hopefully, of course, the introduction of new galleries that will inject uh, a new energy for a younger audience to go to uh, see exhibitions. Right. Well, apart from art fairs being affected in the last two and a half years by the pandemic, have you seen the closure? Have you noticed the closure of many commercial galleries or not particularly? Yes, of course. I mean, at the bottom or the lower end market, it's, it's really tough. But I don't think it's unique to the art industry that across the world this has, this has happened, and especially in Hong Kong. But simultaneously, I think what is happening is that there is a real need or search for identity, especially what has happened in Hong Kong, I mm. think. And that has been very, in a way, I wouldn't say in a way good, but it has pushed certain people to really rethink of what Hong Kong or what, what you are as an artist in Hong Kong. Okay. So, you're optimistic about the art scene in Hong Kong once the, once COVID disappears? Absolutely. Right. And for yourself, any thoughts of uh, going back to more entrepreneurship other than uh, around your own artwork, or are you going to stick with it? I think I'm going to stick with this, because it is ultimately entrepreneurship. Okay. Great speaking to you, Oscar. And for the listeners, Oscar's three works on a pretty large scale, especially as he's using a ball pen, will be on at the Tavern Art Gallery at the Affordable Art Fair. Give you details after this. Thank you, Oscar. Thanks a lot. And that was artist Oscar Van House, who was talking to 123 Show's Arts in Around correspondent Andrew Dambina about his current curious ballpoint pen artwork. As we heard, this uh, they will be exhibiting uh, some of these at next week's Affordable Art Fair Hong Kong at the Convention Centre in Wan Chai. And it's on from Thursday the 4th till Sunday the 7th. Tickets to this must be booked online at affordableartfair.com and Oscar's work will also be on show at the Tavern Art Gallery which is booth uh, hashtag uh, D3 at uh, the Art Fair. Uh, you can also take a look at the artwork uh, through the gallery at tavernart.com and that was the last of Andrew Dembina's Artsing Around reports on the 123 show but you never know though uh, we may hear the occasional art feature uh, from him in the future. Many thanks once again Andrew Dembina for your wonderful contribution you should